Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what's going on, people? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name's Daniel. It's your boy, Double H. What up? Uh, we do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on Twitter, at Talking Tactics, Instagram. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the show. Have hope. Where, where can people get you? Havehopefootballhot.com. Indeed. So, do you want to start with Barcelona and hiring Xavi? Yeah, my or... Because normally this this news breaks on on Tuesday, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Actually, there's two hires we could talk about. Eddie Howe to Newcastle. Have you seen that Emanuel might be the technical director? We'll get to that. But um, Xavi left his post in Qatar, Saudi Arabia, somewhere in the Middle East. Do you know where exactly? Um, Al Sad. No, no, oh, Qatar, Qatar. Qatar. Okay, yeah. So I had it right the first time. Um, left his post there, and he's now been introduced by Laporte as, uh, or Laporta, as Barcelona manager. Kind of continuing the theme of legends come back to hopefully save us that we've seen, I guess. I mean, it's a consistent theme of football for a while, but I think it's ramped up, especially since Zidane. So, yeah, what are your initial thoughts and feelings about Xavi in the Barca dugout? Disney Plus. <laughs> this is Snow, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Peter Pan, Aladdin, um, Robin Hood, you know, Bowser of the Great Master Detective. <laughs> so it's like, no, this is this this is full on Disney Plus. Like fully Disney Plus with beating the beast where the beast turns into a white blonde dude, which in the case the whole freaking story. So it's like <laughs> what like 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 <laughs> Do you know what you're walking into? Because my thing is, um, I don't mean to be rude, so I'll try and say this the best way I can. Javi got his badges in the desert with Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> so while so while, so while Lawrence was 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 trying to make do with the Arabic, that Javi was there trying to get his coaching badges in 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 the desert. I'm not saying that's bad and everything, but if you're not trying to compete with Unai Emery. Um, Loptigi, um, Ancelotti, and so forth. It, you know, it 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 it, it ain't going to be like that. And like, let's just keep it real. This is mm. this is on your boy La Porta. Did you hire Javi because he was the best man at the right time, or did you do so because Barca fans still somewhat blame you of how you handled the whole messy thing? And things are so bad, you wouldn't out get. And people have are already now beginning to question you. Like, wait a minute, is Laporta really the right dude? And this is just to get everybody on board and, and everybody excited and happy. And you can also say that hey, our golden boy is back and so forth. Because mm-hmm. my thing is that this is for me for Javi. This is this is the wrong time. It's the wrong time because this is where you need an experienced manager to be like, all right. So what? what so what do I have here? All right, these are the players I have. Boom, I can now go into the, my wealth of experience of extracting water from stone. I can now amplify, make this average player a lot more better and use my experience as a manager to try and amp up and amplify these players and just get results, results, results. Because experienced managers know how to eke out results, eke out results, get results, get the team, get through this tough period, try and maintain tough for maintain tough for then in two, three years. Once we were now are now better financially, we can now attract players. Then you bring in a Javi. Pep walked into a Barca team that 
the greatest La Masia generation ever, the greatest Spanish generation ever. The mm. club was healthy. The club could buy players. They could transfer. So Pep was walking into a way better situation in almost all regard. Javi, you're walking into a generation that isn't as good as that La Masia generation. You don't even have the money to, to, to spend or, or, or make transfers. This is the worst time. You know, it's just the worst time, you know. And, you know, people say, oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter what happens. We get it. Xavi will always be an amazing player. But people will feel a way based on how, what happened with Pierre and Juve. I feel a way based on Lampard and Chelsea. People will mm. feel a way, which is why Jared was like, look, I'm not going to just waltz into Liverpool. Let me do this whole Rangers thing. Now I'm hearing that he's linked to the Aston Villa job. No, let me see what's up to Aston Villa. Then after I've got like five, six, seven years of experience, I know how to fail. I've now perfected the art of motivation. I now know how to now um, get a team who's not playing well, playing well. And I know how to get through a rough patch. And I know how to now turn losses into wins. And I know how to, you know, you, you know, you know, the kind of, you, you know, more streetwise. So you can now bring all that wealth of experience that you've now had. And you've not been allowed to fail before. So when you're coming to Liverpool, bro, I've done all my failing. I've, I've learned all my lessons. I'm coming in so my dream job with the, in the best possible manner. For Javi, man, you drank that Disney Plus Kool-Aid, man. And that Disney Plus Kool-Aid <laughs> is dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. Is it interesting that if we look at Pirlo and Juve, if we look at Lampard and Chelsea, if we look at this now, Someone would have to remind me how Zidane came the first and second time. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think no. The first they're, time they're, 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 they're all coming under some form of stress, turmoil, confusion. Like, what is happening here? So Lampard, you know, Chelsea have the transfer ban. Mm. Juve, they lose with Sarri to, I think, Lyon in a disgraceful manner. So they're like, all right, let's blow it up. Fine. This situation here where you lose Messi, you change presidents, Coleman's a disaster. Who do we go for? We just go for a legend. Xavi says all the right things. You know, he was saying, you know, we're all sons of Cruyff and Rijkaard and Van Hal and Guardiola and... No, but, 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 see, that doesn't make sense, though, because you mentioned Zidane. So, Kuman was part of a great Barcelona side. Mm. That had Guardiola, Romario, so forth, coached by. He Christ. won them the Champions League. Yeah, he won them the or Champions European League. Cup, but yeah. You know. But with Real Madrid, the Benitez has no links to Madrid whatsoever, and he lost the dressing room. The players did not respect him. So Perez was like, "All right, I need to get somebody who understands the DNA of Real Madrid, which Benitez didn't understand. I need somebody who will command the respect of these." That, that the players will, will command his respect, somebody who can really gravitate, that these players can gravitate towards, who better than Zidane that everybody will respect. But this whole Javi thing is, okay, Kuman was of a different era, but everything all bleeds into the same because what Cruyff was teaching Kuman is the same thing that Godiela was teaching those dudes. <laughs> you know, because Kuman and Godiela were, were in, the, in the same team. How is, so basically, that's why the Javi thing, it makes no sense. Because when you're hiring a manager, it's when you're hiring a manager when a manager is not doing well, you're trying to go in a whole different di direction. So if saying something is doing badly, that means okay, we need something completely different. So if it was me, I told you, <laughs> people are like you, you pick up the phone and you call up Uncle Ernie. You call him and you say, sorry. <laughs> we got too big for our shoes, and now we now are we now we've now learned to appreciate what we have. That learned to appreciate what what you have before it's gone, mm. because Uncle Ernie has the experience. He knows how to get results and so forth. Because the the danger is, people say, "Oh, Javi ball." And they show me pictures of Al-Sad playing the ball from the back and scoring. <laughs> That's cool. That's in Qatar. In the desert. <laughs> That's different. You're not, you're not going to be doing that against at, um, um, Athletic yeah, Bilbao, yeah. Villarreal, Real, and so forth. So 
But again, it's Disney Plus. People want to feel, which is why for La Porta, you're playing a dangerous game. Mm. Because human beings, like 99% of the world wants to just be happy and are very easily led. Hence why 99% of people are sheep, less than 1% are wolves and lead leaders. You know, most people are followers. Most people want to follow. <laughs> people want to to just be led and be told what to do. That's what they want. You know, like that's what most of the world do. So for Laporta, you're playing a dangerous game because of course you can easily um, sell this opium to these people of Disney Plus of like, hey man, it's a guy and everything like that. But December 8th has to come. And you know what's, what's happening on December 8th? No, I don't have to schedule it down. But Google. is it No, 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 no. You, you, you use Google December 8th. Like, like, I would like, oh, like, oh, it's, 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 it's Bayern, isn't it? It's Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to think. It's not league. It must be Champions League. So yeah, it's yeah. Bayern. Bayern's coming. It has to happen. <laughs> like, 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 you can't have, unless you want to apply for, for a forfeit rule December, you have, you have to turn up on December 8th. Mm. I think we can maybe speak to this better than most in terms of, it's from the Barcelona fan perspective. We can give you the Chelsea fan perspective of Lampard. I don't think any Chelsea fan wanted to see Frank Lampard fail Mm-mm. because the story is just too good. Like yeah. all-time leading goal scorer, arguably the greatest player in the club. He can have the debate with Drogba and Terry and those guys, but most people, I think, would say Frank Lampard, unless you polled them. May 19th, 2012, then it would have been Didier Drogba. Generally speaking, if you ask who's the greatest Chelsea player of all time, it's Frank Lampard. I don't think people would say that with Javi, but some might make the argument. But you want to see this person who's given you so many good moments and contributed so much to the team that you support. He's in, you know, his 40s or late 30s or wherever it is. You want to see him come into the club and you want to see him do well. But if the conditions aren't laid out for him to do well, and he's coming into a situation that he's almost capitalizing off the fact that there's turmoil in the camp. It's like, yeah, I see why Abramovich and those guys would allow him to come in and do this. But is this the ideal situation for him? If you really care about your legend in that way, do you want him coming into a situation where there's a transfer ban, blah, blah, blah? For Barcelona, effectively, they kind of do have a transfer ban based on debt and... Go back to what you said before. Yeah, so yeah. Did, did, did you say that Lampard, for Lampard, Chelsea people view Lampard more of a great ever player than Barca would for Javi? I can't speak to that. Lampard came from West Ham. So he's going to go to Barumba. He I came from West Ham. Yeah. So he wasn't Chelsea trying through. Javi is Catalonian. Like you know that you know you know Catalonia actually plays some matches as Catalonia. Yeah. And he plays for them. Hmm. So he's literally, literally from the soil. Yeah. What and I, what, you what, that with... what I meant was like if, if you list the greatest Barcelona players of all time, and then you list the greatest Chelsea players of all time, Lampard would be higher in the Chelsea list than Xavi would be no, no, I, in no, the no, Barca but, list. But not just, greater, but just because Barcelona about... has more stock. Than Chelsea did. That's that's no, 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 that's but, but, no, I'm looking at but I hear you. That's a good point. No, no, but in terms of the fans' relationship to the player, yeah. like yeah, Lampard would definitely be higher because man, you have Dino, you have Messi, you have exactly. Iniesta, you have you have all the, all these kind of guys. But I think the way Barca fans feel about Xavi, I think is a lot deeper. Hmm. Basically, put it this way: there are some Chelsea fans that don't view Lampard as that's great or that's him. Because remember, I'm from before. Yes. <laughs> so I'm from I'm from like the the the, 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 the 90s. Yeah. So I was from before Lampard. Barca fans even before Javi will view him as you no know, this is a very important integral part because of what he represented as a player. Mm. Because he re- he, re- he represented the way Cruyff wanted to play this football in the most purest form. I I, I can only so. relate this to what I know, and what I know best is Chelsea. So maybe using Lampard is a is a bad example or a bad in, but that's all I can think of. 
is and kind of doubling back to what I, where I was going. Barcelona are in a messed up situation. They don't have a transfer ban, but effectively they kind of do. The the idea that they had to let Messi go for free means that they are handcuffed in some way. That you have to let Griezmann go back to Atletico. You're handcuffed in some way. Are you're bringing this legend that people have this deep affinity for into maybe the worst Barcelona has ever been financially? I don't I can't speak to what happened in the 19th century, 20th century, but this isn't good at the moment. And the team is already not great. If you're, you know, you're looking at Aguero's out now, Braithwaite's your main striker, Fatih's has a hamstring. The, the things that have happened just this season, not even going into the summer, Memphis's form, all of these things. It's not the greatest time to bring in a guy, any guy, much less this one, who, for all his managerial experience, it is in Qatar. <laughs> so it's like, what if if you do love this guy so much? Again, going back to like my would-be admiration for Frank Lampard and all these types of things. I didn't want to see him take the Chelsea job in that situation because it was there was just too many things stacked against him. He did his bit in terms of you know top four and all these types of things, but he didn't win a trophy or anything. What is the expectation for Xavi? It's it's surely it's not to win a Champions League this season or next season to win La Liga this season or next season. Is this Laporta buying time to get the financial situation right? And if we just put this guy there, the fans will give him the credit that his name deserves or requires. And that will buy us 24 months. But what if it's just L, 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 L? Does your love for Xavi supersede your love for seeing Barcelona win? Never. Am I making sense? Like, <laughs> how how many losses is Xavi worth? And this is assuming he doesn't do well. Maybe no, he comes no, no, in no, and no, he's no, the no, next no, guy. No, but... because you, see, you see, here's, here's this funny thing. Because let's, let's compare Spain to England. Okay. And English culture to Spanish culture. English people are almost loyal to a fault. Like, they are sentiment merchants in England. So for them, there, was, there are people who would have been happy to see Chelsea get relegated as long as Lampard was not sacked. That's how deep it is. They interviewed a Chelsea fan and they said that his proudest day ever was when the fans fought against the Super League. In his, stup- in his stup- stupidity, he thinks that the fans actually did anything. But he said that was a much greater day than Chelsea winning the Champions League. I do, I do, do you understand what I'm saying here? A guy said that he felt more pride and he was happier seeing fans fight the Super League than seeing Chelsea win the bloody Champions League. You know how deep that, that, that is? But I look, we look at Spanish culture. I think for them, they, have, they will have a low tolerance level than England. You see, for England, you almost see it with Solskjaer. Mm. Or specifically with Neville and Rio. Scores That's another legend like, I forgot about. Bro, look, what? No, like when when I was going through the legends of Pirlo, Zidane, Lampard, I forgot totally about Ollie, but yeah, that's yeah. another one. Yeah, so if things get bad, Barca fans will more quickly be like, Javi, we love you. You're always a legend, but bruh, this ain't working. But for, bro, I thought there was a civil war. It was obviously no. This guy's Lampard. This guy's a clown. This guy's a, this guy's a bomb. Like he doesn't know what the hell he's freaking doing. But guys, like no, it's Lampard. Like I said, I just don't want to see Lampard being sacked. I just think it's wrong. He's a legend. He's a legend. No, 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 no. But no, it doesn't really matter. He needs to be sacked. But I think for Barca fans, I think if it gets as bad as it did with Lampard, I think there'll be a more unified thing of Javi. We love you. You're great, Laporta man. This ain't working out. Okay. Do you think just lastly on this, so we can move to other things, but. The distance between Coleman's success at Barcelona compared to the age of the average fan that we might interact with is it might as well be the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean, like the 90s versus 2021. You don't really have any relationship to that guy outside of maybe like some historical grainy videos that Barcelona social media will post, right? You weren't alive to watch them win in 92, was it? Um, when he made the free kick. 
Xavi's relationship to the contemporary Barcelona fan is much more recent and much more visceral in the sense that he was just there in 2015 when you won things. So maybe they will give him that little bit of extra sentimentality? Because speaking to Barca fans, mm-hmm. I'm not speaking to all of them, but, but quite a few Barca fans are like, Ugh. you know, they don't they're want like, it. yeah, we're happy, but it's like, we'll have to see Javi, but they're like, is this the right time? And even the guys who are supportive of it, they know that this is this is going to be very, very difficult times. And even Javi said in his speech that, bro, we need <laughs> all the support. Yeah. Financially, we're not popping off right right now. It's a, it's, it's a difficult, even, but we need and, all the support. And, yo, and I, I skipped over a great point that you made. The academy is not the same. Mm-mm. Javi, Iniesta, Puyo, Piquet, I know he went to Man United, but whatever. Messi, Pedro, Fabri, like, yes. where are these guys? Yeah. I mean, is, 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 I mean, is it just I mean, Fatty or, or nothing? I mean, no, 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 or you no, 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 got no, no, Gavi, you got yeah, Fatty. Gavi, Fatty, these guys are... Like, if those are the guys, then I don't see... Like, are these guys even on, like, Boyan level? <laughs> like, Fatty, maybe. <laughs> but if you don't have that to pull from, if especially if you, you know, we're trying to be in the Cruyff and... Uh, Van Hal and Rijkaard and all. If you're trying to give the Barca DNA to to people, then you need those kids from the academy to be those guys. Yeah. In the same way, otherwise you get, you have to outsource. But if you don't have the funds to outsource, then again you're handcuffed. I hope he has some tactical thing about him to where he can get that extra fifteen percent out of these guys. You know. And for his sake, I hope they do well. Plus, I, I like when Barcelona is Barcelona and Barcelona is doing well. So I wish him all the best, but it's a dangerous situation. To the game, they were 3-0 mm-hmm. and it's 3-3. <laughs> so uh, I didn't watch the game. There was another game happening at the moment, but I saw like the goals from... Aspas? Iago Aspas. Yeah, so that's Celta Vigo? Yeah. Great goal at the end. But, you know, if that that's what he's walking into. I hope he knows what to do. What was the Madrid result? We can just finish Spain now. 2-1. Benzema scored, didn't he? I think it was Cruz and Benzema. Cruz and Benzema. Yeah, Tony Kroos, of course. Vinicius almost scored this Mm. great goal, man. He dribbled past people. (laughs) No, no, no. The the, the guy guy is showing showing that. Do you know what I hate about... Okay, this is just an aside, but... Mm. The the speed with which Madrid fans post clips of things that happen in the game is scary. So, like, I'll see R- Madrid fans on my timeline, oh, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. And then, like, five seconds later, somebody has the video with the Arabic commentary of Vinicius <laughs> yeah. dri- dribbling through. I'm like, how do y'all get the clips so fast? And then you'll, you'll retweet it, like, oh, Vinny did something. And then you wake up the next day. And the copyright laws have taken down the Arabic yeah, 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 yeah. so now nobody knows what you were tweeting about. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, who is clipping the game so fast? Like, it's, how? It's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. Madrid, the, the Madrid network of just how they operate, is it's insane. Shout out to Vinny. Shout out to Benzema. So, England. England, England. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. United have come out with a statement saying that they have no plans of letting go of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, the doomed vote of confidence? Yeah. Public message of... You know, like, the average after the message of confidence is, like, 60 days? Something like that? Oh, yeah. Basically, if we have to tell you there's no trouble, there's trouble. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no smoke without fire. Or is it no fire without smoke? No smoke without fire. It works the other way, but anyway, um, let me let me let me pull up the, the the results, and we can hit the main topics. So Manchester derby, of course. Um, yeah, that 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 wasn't good for, <laughs> at all. He's lucky that they played Spurs when they played them. He's so lucky they played Spurs when they played them. Because he got rid of the guy who was going to get rid of him. It was an evil chess move. You beat Tottenham. They sack Duno and bring in Conte. But Conte was meant to replace me. Do you know how sick that is? No, no, no. no. Basically, that's why when people say that Ole's white magic is real. 
Always white magic is real. Bruh, it's real. Because now, who do they go for? There's nobody to, to replace him with. <laughs> and Levy was like, if we don't get rid of Nuno now, eventually it's going to come back around and they'll get rid of him and bring in Conte. So let's just go get him. Who they drew with Everton, by the way. So, yeah, it wasn't good. Like, was it one shot on target? Yes. And Rio put, put out a tweet saying that, like, United had more shots against De Gea than against Edison. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> he was the main one with all these at the wheel. Give him the contract, yeah, whatever yeah, he wants. Yeah, put yeah. it up. <laughs> no, no. I, I think basically, like, so you have to understand, the Glazers view United as a brand. They're an amazing brand. why I say to people that when people say United are a big club, in terms of what? United are a massive club in terms of branding and business. They're not a big club in terms of football and football elite. They're not. <laughs> you can't be a big club where your city rivals are playing keep ball in the second half in your house while they're 2-0 up. Mm. That's not. So for the Glazers, they're like, who gives a damn how these guys are playing? Do you get top four? Are we in the green? Are the profits good? If, if that's good, man, screw it. They have, you, you can I say this all the time. You can buy stock in Manchester United, yeah. like at the New York Stock Exchange. Like if I felt like it, I could go buy right now. It's it's too profitable, man. Like Glazer, when Glazer like, oh no, we want Glazer, like, you want who sacked? Man, if you don't shut the hell up, you dumb, you dumb was and not sit down and eat okay. your corn sandwiches and watch this Oli Ball, man. I don't know anything about the stock market, but I wonder, does their stock price go up or down if they sack Oli? It might go down, you know, because that that's like uncertainty in the market. So, like, what if they're just not doing it to protect their shares? Because I know they, they took out a bunch of shares sometime recently. So they just divested, I guess, and just, well, I guess, well, well, I guess they needed the money for something. But based, based on how much anti only thing that is out there, it's a mere rise based on people's interest that, oh, <laughs> someone's going to come in and so that this could not be a positive thing. Cristiano made their price go up like billions. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah the the buy on goal wasn't they they shot themselves in the foot if we're being well, that real. Was, that was a superb cross by Cancelo, man. No, it was good, Ooh, but but by you he could have done better. It's not that he had to score an own goal from there. That was he he could have done better. And then the no, second no, no, goal is just a that, disgrace. Of, no, my thing is it's for, for it's for football. You've yeah. got to try and go for that. Yeah, and it's unlucky that. You just made that kind of wrong connection. Because remember, yeah. football happens super quick. Quick, yeah. That goal was superb cross by Cancel in terms of wait a minute, the precision and the speed with it. You have to go for it. Nine point nine times out of ten, that ball goes over. It just hits him in the wrong, the wrong position, right in the wrong yeah. place that it just went in. So are you gonna give Maguire, Shaw, and De Gea the football goes quick excuse for the second goal? No. <laughs> Because like these are that, too many they, because... they had a lot of time to work that one out and they just let it go for no reason. Because and... see, see, this is this goes back to what I said before that how you now have to grade defenders. Never grade a defender in when they play for a defensive team. Only grade a defender and how they do it in an attacking team. Like, I don't know whether you remember, um years ago, I think it was the 2019 Champions League. Mm-hmm. It was Real Madrid against Ajax, first leg. Super open game. Watch Ramos' performance in that game. Thing was super open. That was that's what you call a great defensive performance because Ramos was under so much pressure and just made interception after deception after interception. Because you know that game of thrones where, meme where what's the dude? He 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 pulls out the sword against like the cavalry. <laughs> you know oh, that meme? Um, what's the John Snow? Of course, yeah. uh, you know I don't watch that shit. Give, give him a phone, give him a phone, give him a phone. But I, I know the meme where like he pulls the sword out and it's just yeah. a bunch of cavalry running at him. I don't know what happens next, but I presume bro, he gets you know, bro, things went crazy, bro. <laughs> that's like one of the craziest episodes we've ever seen. So yeah. But either way, like that's 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 what comes to mind when you say performances, like defensive performances, where it's just like it's just me. Maybe Varad will help. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But you know, it's just me. So hey, it's it's hard to from week to week the title is gonna switch, which is it's gonna be good for us because 
you know, Liverpool will drop some points, then they'll go on a streak. City will drop some points, then they'll go on a streak. Chelsea um, will drop points. Bro, like they I'll, did I'll this be real week, with so. you, bro. I'll be real with you. I'm not sure about Liverpool, man. Oh. Because the issue with Liverpool Shaky. is defence looks a bit iffy, but the key thing is money. El Dio hasn't shown up since they won the, 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 the league. And if El Dio doesn't show up, I'm not sure Liverpool can say what's up. Because Salah alone ain't enough. Jota, we don't know what he can do for a season. Femina, eh. So if El Dio isn't El Dio, like, look, that's opportunity. El Dio scores, he scores that. That's the last man on chance he scores that. Mm. So, and also, briefly on that whole thing, Moyes deserved a summer for, for United. Oh, great reminder. I said we were talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Moyes, he Moyes deserved a summer. He was disrespecting. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes, he got two signings. You know, he got two signings. In the winter window, he got uh, Mata from Chelsea, because that was Mourinho wanted him gone. And he got Fellaini, because yeah. Fellaini was at Everton, so he brought his Everton guy to United. Mata, who's still there, and Fellaini, who was useful in their trophy seasons with Mourinho and that. But Moyes, he, did, he got, what, eight months, if that? Yeah. Sack him, give it to gigs at the end of the season, whatever that dude said on the fan TV channel. Okay, and I think I, I, I might have said this before, but I don't think you were here for it, so I'll, I'll go into my spiel. But in 2013, the expectations that Manchester United fans had for their club coming off the back of a title winning season with Ferguson, mm. it was unrealistic. They didn't have a proper understanding of just what kind of sorcery you could put it this way that ferguson was doing with that team to make it function mm. they thought if anybody comes in to this title winning team they should be able to get xyz points it and we should stupid, be winning stupid. titles because because that was the expectation that ferguson had bred for years and decades even mm. but now with hindsight and when you can look back you can understand just that ferguson's ability to man manage to just Again, get that extra 15, 20% out of each player and just manage them perfectly. That is the skill that was able to get Manchester United where it, as it as it is the biggest brand, perhaps in football, maybe Real Madrid could battle it. But we can look back and we can see if you put Moyes in there now, basically if he had never gone to Manchester United and they put him in there now, the level of expectation in 2021 would not be the same as in 2013. Because yeah. now there's there's been what is that eight set nine years almost of evidence to display that you know what I think Ferguson was actually he was the main he was the catalyst of that you can't just plug anybody in and mm. it work but in 2013 2014 there was still we're the best in England we're the champions you have to win you have to do this you have to do that nobody could have came in there and done that maybe Mourinho maybe Pep maybe. Perhaps you could argue Klopp in 2014, of course, but unless it was one of those three, who? No, 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 but because so Moyes Moyes got the bad end of the deal. Yeah, because if you look at it, so Ole, it's like what's three years now without a major trophy, and he's still there with defenders. And and, and for and Moyes, you took over what many people consider the greatest manager of all time, who spent two decades at this club, and you were given one season, and we're like, all right. Well, out. You're not up to you United. <laughs> he got sacked during the season. <laughs> yeah, you sure? What's the dream? Yeah, they, he, Giggs was the caretaker. Remember, they sacked. They didn't even give him the next summer. They immediately got Van Hall. Yeah, no, no. It I was see, see. it was yeah, totally that, unfair. It was totally unfair. No, but because, unfair. because that's why it's like that's why people need to understand that. And this is what people will never get. It goes back to the whole Javi thing. Management is a skill. Managing. And playing are mutually exclusive. An amazing player can make an amazing coach. How many amazing players have made amazing man managers? I can really think of three: Cruyff, Beckenbauer, Zezidan. Guardiola was not an amazing player. He was pretty good, but he was a slightly worse version of Busquets. <laughs> and if you name any of the others, what kind of playing careers did they have? Ancelotti was. He was, was sacked in April. Oh my God. I'm, Wait, I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so he got okay. This is disgraceful. 
But I understand, you know, I understand it though. So in the summer, so on basically on deadline day, they signed Fellaini for 27 and a half million. Then in January, they got Mata. So basically he got two signings. But I understand it if you look at kind of the psychology of teams that have won the title. They think we don't need to improve the squad that much because we just won the league by 10 points or however many. So why do we need to go in and spend 100 million in the summer? 27 million in 2013, like you know, 50 million today. But he wasn't given a fair shake. Now, mm. that, that this isn't to say if he was given a fair shake, he still succeeds. It's just to say that he wasn't given a fair shake compared to Van Hal. Not that he and you might say did boys deserve it compared to Van Hal or Mourinho. But when we look at Solskjaer, what evidence does he have of having three years and millions, hundreds of millions at this point spent on him? But he 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 has that benefit of time. So if you put Solskjaer in 2013, I don't he's not making it to April. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be lucky to make it to December. So also 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 what didn't help Moyes is he went to Spain, if you remember that fiasco where he went to Sociedad and it just it didn't work. And then he went to Sunderland, that didn't work. Then mm. he went to West Ham, got sacked or left, and then he, now he's come back. It's hard to say exactly like if they give him the money at Manchester United, does he succeed? I don't know. But the fact that they mean, didn't that's, that's, that's means that it's just not that. fair. So I, I understand when United fans hear like, ah, Moy's Moy's revisionism, I don't want it. But you 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 have to admit that he wasn't given the benefit of the doubt compared to other people that you've seen since. Mm. And that's that's the only point. So they beat Liverpool 3-2. Can we talk about Kurt Zuma? He's gonna be a legend. Or did you, have you seen the video of um, him and Declan Rice singing French rap? I did not. Oh, oh my, they, that's like, it's gone viral, man. That's oh, like he, a, I, I, I tried to tell people Kurt Zuma was like the glue guy. He was the guy that everybody just likes in the dressing room. Yeah. So that he's been there for months and he already has Declan Rice singing French rap songs. Is it Ooh La La? What's that? PLM? What's that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. But um, either way. Like, yeah, Kurt Zuma was just... His middle name is Happy, so... I mean, how yeah. can you hate the guy? Well, his middle name is actually Julie. <laughs> no, it's Happy, like English. Oh, called Happy Zuma. Yeah, that's his name. How's your middle name a Happy? Oh, wow, Jesus, it is. <laughs> called yeah. Happy Zuma. Jesus. <laughs> so, 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 so maybe when, maybe when he came out of the womb, he would just have had a massive spell on his face, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you know how evil people name their kids like God's gift or God's grace or it's maybe it's the same thing, man. We're just like, you know, we're just happy. Maybe it's a gift from God or who knows. But yeah, his middle name's happy. So it's the smile is it's it's befitting. So imagine you were angry a person and your middle name was happy. Like, oh, it won't be nice. Like Roy Happy Keen. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Scored a goal, some critical tackles. He scored the winning goal, actually. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to shout out Kurt Zuma, man, because we always talk about him on the podcast. So, you know, it's always good to see him do well. Maybe that can transition us slightly to Chelsea. That wasn't a good performance. You can't, it wasn't like a bad performance. It's just a case of you, you don't know how to finish off of the game. You know, finish up the game. 1-0 is the most dangerous scoreline, bro. Finish up the game, get the second goal. And if you're not... Because imagine if Chelsea had won with Liverpool losing. You now have daylight between yourself and Liverpool a bit. So now it's just City. But now yeah. you do that, City can smell blood, man. So I think, I think Tuchel got maybe overconfident in his team's ability to keep a clean sheet. And you combine that with the fact that in the second half, Chelsea created three chances that could have been goals. hudson Odoi had one that was cleared off the line. Um, or maybe the keeper saved it and there was somebody that was coming to clear it off oh, the yeah, line. Yeah, keeper saved it, keeper saved it. Um, Havertz had one that should have been a goal but was deflected, I think, by me. And Barkley had a pretty good chance uh, that he blasted over, which is his tendency. <laughs> you know, I, mm. th just, I think Ross Barkley, he wants... 
to he he wants to succeed so much that he thinks all of his goals have to be in like the upper 90. So he he wants an emphatic goal that way it looks good. But if you just put the ball on target, man, yeah, you don't have to blast it every because he wants it to like rip the net off the stanchions or whatever it is. It's just like bro, mm. just take a chill pill, man. Either way, if you if you think I have my three defenders, I have my two wing backs, I have Mendy back there, and we're kind of creating chances. Maybe I don't need to pull the trigger on putting in Mount Pulisic, Loftus Sheik as quick. But that's just overconfidence in that my team is creating, we're controlling, we have 60-70% of the ball, Burnley's not going to really harm us. So do I really need to make this change? I think that's just not hubris might be going too far or pride might be going too far, but it's just, you know, slight naivety in that you need be the person who makes the changes. Don't react to what Burnley are doing. So Burnley made the first dice made the first change. I think he brought on, he took off good Johnson and brought off Vidra. Perhaps there was some change that happened. I was like, Oh, he's making the first move. Like that should be Tuchel making that change. And then, even before the game starts, if I, I saw people say Loftus Cheek should play ahead of Conte, I would say Loftus Cheek should play ahead of Jorginho. You, you, we, if Conte is available, you play him. That's just for, for, for me, that's just basic IQ mm. stuff. <laughs> just, Play the best midfielder you have. Plus, if if ever Burnley are in a transitional opportunity, Jorginho runs behind the ball, but never to get it. Conte might be behind, but his mission is to go get the ball. So I'd rather have that play on my team. But if the spaces between Burnley's lines are going to be so compact and the way Jorginho gets the ball forward primarily is vertical passing, there's no space really to do that. So all he can do is pass it to the sides to James or Chilwell or whomever, and they send crosses in. Loftus-Cheek's ability is he can pass vertically, but his main attribute is actually taking the ball and beating a guy. When the lines are that compact, you need dribblers, especially in the midfield area, I think. So I look at it and I think, start Loftus-Cheek from the beginning if you know Burnley are going to set up in like you know the two banks of four and all that kind of stuff. And also, as you say, the key thing here is Virginia is for keeping hold of the ball. Do you need to keep hold of the ball against Burnley? No, because no. they're not going to press you. And you have Conte like, in the event like, you lose. Yeah. So. Like, Jorginho is for a Man City or a Bayern Munich, where these guys are going to press you, and you need to protect the ball for as, much, as long as possible to give yourself the best chance. Mm. You're playing Burnley at home. You're going to have possession regardless of who you, you play. So what you want is you want to put as many attackment players as possible to try and give yourself the best chance of create the best chances to score as many goals. So really, you pl- you have Kante and Loftus Cheek. I see Loftus Cheek should always be starting. Of course, the, the the guy was the best player in the pitch against Malmo. How is he on the bench in the next game? That's 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 so stupid. So and and when he wants to change the game, that's who he brings in. So why not just play him from the start? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Messed um, up. Just quickly, a, a word on Arsenal. Decent performance against Watford. They're above United. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) These guys are supposed to be be, be clowning and say they are above United. And look, Smith Rowe, who's, I think, he's like half or a quarter black or something. It's right. A quadroon? Is that what they call it? (laughs) I think because I know his father is mixed race. His mom is white. so He's a a, a drink baby. But the thing is, he, he, he he's like he's like Wentworth Miller, the guy from um, what's the name of that? Prison, prison break, break, prison break. Like he does not look black at all, like at all. It just looks like a regular white kid. Yeah, he's so. he's a Drake baby, or like the what's what's the Prince Archie? No. Oh, or that dude. Who's the one? Prince Prince Harry's and Meghan, their baby. Oh, like, oh yeah, yes. the, the, the one the one that the royal family called it. In- that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Arsenal played pretty well. Saka had a goal that was ruled offside. Um, one of the weird offsides where it's like you need two people to be behind the ball, even though the goalkeeper was out of the box. One of those, not out of the box, out of the six-yard box. Um, yeah. 
that's one of the ones where like you could trick somebody with the offside rule. Yeah. But anyway. Um what other games happened? I already mentioned Spurs drew, but we can get back to, to Conte at, at a later date. Um well, Italy. Vieira, you know, he's he's saying what's up, you know, he's let's, let, let's just um... you know, okay, let's give Vieira his flowers now because eventually they're gonna want to get rid of him. Yeah, just because. So while things are going well, let's say let's say shout out Vieira, shout out Zaha, Connor Gallagher's looking okay. If you're looking at like the Chelsea loan system, mm. um, even Mark Guehi is looking pretty good. Um, who they bought from Chelsea, so you know Lacobum in full effect. Um, in the last few minutes, so let's talk about Italy. I thought that these. Uh, what were they called? Venicia? I thought that they were just there for fashion. Like they they weren't meant to be like actually doing things. But they beat Roma 3-2. And now I'm seeing reports that Mourinho is no longer untouchable at Roma. It's been a few months and yeah. already we're in trouble. So yeah, this isn't good. Like he needs a win ASAP. I think aren't aren't these guys were they were promoted this season? Who oh, Venezia? Yeah, Venezia, Venezia, Verona. Their goal scorer must have been Nigerian. Okereke. That looks like a Nigerian name. Um, Venezia, Venezia. Yeah, man. Did Tammy score? No, come on, oh, Uncle Tammy man, scored. Man. Wow, he got a goal, but so they were oh, up two one. Then penalty two two and you know they lost the game in the seventy fourth minute so yeah oh Okereke David Okereke probably more Nigeria it's it's not looking good man it's not man it's not but, <sighs> you know look, look they're, they're they're only three points off top four so no no no, no 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 here's the thing if um. If if Juventus win the win this league, I think Sierra needs to be inducted. <laughs> if they allow Juve to win this league, was it who, who got the, was it Quadrado that scored like ninety second late winner? Everybody's going crazy. Another this is a Chelsea themed show, low key. <laughs> yeah. Quadrado was another reject that people didn't like. Um, they bought him from Fiorentina, if I remember correctly. And yeah, he went to remember they loaned him for like three years to Juventus. I always oh, thought wow. that was silly, especially if you play a wing back system. Why wouldn't you want Quadrado? The guy's a damn good player, man. He's a good footballer. And a pretty good defender. And he's a yeah. pretty good defender. He's a, he's a good he's a good player, man. Um, so you know, he got the the three points against Fiorentina, ironically. And we can end with the Milan Derby. Which we watched while we recorded the extra from yesterday. Mm. Um, how did it go? Penalty. Own goal. Wait, 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 let me ask you this. This is me. This, this may seem rude, but I'll ask it anyway because I don't give a shit. Right now, who is the better striker, Lukaku or Jekyll? E. I mean, of this very moment, it's Jekyll. Lukaku hasn't scored in a number of games, plus he's injured. Jekyll was at least effective. How old is Jekyll and how old is Lukaku? If I had to guess, I'm saying Jekyll's like 35 years old. Edin D-Z-E-K-O. Edin Jekyll is 35. There you go. Lukaku's 27 or 28? 28. There's something wrong there, bro. There's something wrong there, bro. It, look, it, Lukaku, like I said a couple weeks ago, Lukaku's missed all the stat padding sessions. <laughs> he missed the Norwich game. He missed this game against Burnley. The, those, the chances that went to Hudson-Odoi and Havertz and Barkley, especially the one that went to Barkley, if it's on his left foot and you just put Lukaku there because maybe he'd be in that position, it's a goal. So he, it's, it's not his fault. He just got injured. And he won a penalty getting injured. So that sucks. But... Back back to the Milan derby. Um, what did you think? Well, a very entertaining game, man. They're always good. But, but well, something just tells me that Inter just seems to, I think, have that more. Because Inter should have won that game, I think. Overall, I think Inter just should have won that game. They had the penalty. 
Yeah. But, you know, they do save Great it, so. save, man. That's a super save, man. So, you know, I mean, no, no, basically, it's going to be a great, great, because I feel that Juve are not, are, not, are not out of it completely. So I think it's going to be a great season. Great, great season, man. For sure. Um, we'll take these questions that we have on the extra. So, oh, okay. We can do, we can do this one quickly because it came in like last minute. United and Arsenal won't bounce back until Liverpool, City, and Chelsea decline. In the meantime, what should they focus on? Ain't no league titles for them anytime soon. I guess cups and Champions League spots. So basically, what what should United and Arsenal be doing while the three above them are winning things? Also, keep on reinvesting smartly, smart scouting and smart investment into players, man. United should, chat, should sack their manager, bro. Yeah, obviously, you know that that's the best problem. <laughs> Get a good manager, but then better manager, better better scouting and then investments are just slowly chip chip away. Arsenal, your advice is correct. Keep Arteta, see what the young kids do. Saka, Smith Rowe, Martinelli, those guys. Just see what comes of that. Add pieces around. Smart investment. United, get rid of Ollie immediately. Get somebody who you think can win in the short term while you have Cristiano scoring as many goals as he can. Mm-hmm. And then once Cristiano's gone, figure it out. Basically do what find find the next young coach maybe instead of going for the legendary replacement or the name like Van Hal or Mourinho or something like that go find who's the who's the the next Nagelsmann bring him in with a younger squad and maybe that that could be what they do but anyway this is the end of talking tactics podcast we would like to say thank you for listening uh to episode 248 and uh Thanks yeah bro we, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Talking Tactics. Um, if you're on Spotify, remember to give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Um, half Hope, where can people get you? HalfHopeFootballHot.com. I'm at Daniel to look. Remember to check us out on Patreon, where we'll answer some of your questions. You have access to the Discord. All the past two, three years of Talking Tactics extras that we've done on various subjects. So remember to check that out. Drop a little in the collection plate. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Talking Tactics Podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.